Oh, hey, we're back. Dang, I'm sorry about that. Told you guys to give us those reviews or we'd stop making them, but didn't believe me. Look where we're at now. Anywho, this show uh, I won't be in, but uh, we have special guest Tony from UMS Tuning, and the boys had a good conversation about it. And uh, Tony is the head of rules with GTA, so you know there was some uh, discussion, you can say. But anyway, enjoy the show. Give us some freaking reviews and ratings, please. We I, we appreciate it. Pretty please. I don't know what, what what. Tell me what do you need me to do for you to do it? Okay, don't do that. Just listen to the show. Thanks. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Professional Awesome's Hypercritical Radio. I'm Hayden Lowe, and I'll be your host for today. I'm joined by Mike Lewin, Dan O'Donnell, not Evan Giles. Oh. And <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, rest in peace, Devin. Anyway, we have a special guest. Please introduce yourself again. Tony Circuit from UMS Tuning and uh, Global Time Attack. Welcome. Awesome. So, Tony. Well, first you got to call <laughs> so, Tony, we've known by his real name. What, oh. Uncle Tony? Uncle Tony. <laughs> Uncle Tony. Little brother. Little brother. Oh, it's okay. I'm already Uncle Lou into the freaking Papa Kids, the people who had the... Purdue Automotive Performance Association, so I get it. It sucks. Um, so, Tony, we've, we've known each other for a very long time, obviously, at this point, um, coming up in Time Attack, and obviously we've been, we've been you know, uh, part of the GTA family for a long time, Redline family, all that fun stuff. So you want to give us a little background on your, I guess, your services for Global Time Attack, and then obviously you have your own shop, UMS Tuning. Can you give us a little background on those things? Um. Yeah, I mean, I um, opened up my own shop in 2004, um, been doing mostly import performance, uh, dyno tuning, engine builds, just basically a do-it-all shop kind of thing. And uh, 06, I took, took possession of my Evo, and I started doing some uh, tracking with it and uh, started up my own time attack series here locally with uh, NASA. Um, the UMS Tuning Time Attack series, and I just kind of like snowball affected. I got, uh, I was helping out uh, um, the AFI Turbo car with Mike Mike Canny's car with tuning and everything, and they drug me along to a couple of events, and I was I was absolutely blown away. I I, I drove, um, I think the first one I did was um, Pahrump in I want to say 2010 or 09, and just had an absolute crazy awesome time, and I was just just hooked the car just absolutely got cut up more and more and more from that point forward i did uh sonoma with them in the rain that same year i think and then uh um with redline obviously those were redline events and then shortly thereafter um i think the following year so that had to have been 20 2010 it was the following year in 2011 they uh came up with a whole new rule set wanted to get people to pay for an entire season up front and all this stuff and then literally fizzled with two two events in i think or maybe one event in i think i drove the last event which was phoenix in uh 2011 and um right about that time or shortly before that uh john adiri reached out to me about this new you know chris trader wanting to do this new time attack series and you know if i'd be interested in helping out and he and i you know he came up with a Initial rule set, probably based on red line, some drag racing, just all, not, maybe not so much red line, but like uh, uh, the super lap stuff and some red line, some drag racing stuff, mixed up all this stuff. And, and uh, I kind of went through and added some wording and maybe took a little bit of stuff here and there from NASA and, and from the stuff that I knew and came up with the rule set for GTA. And like I literally printed up the tech sheets at a Kinko's on the way to the first event at at uh big willow in 2011 <laughs> what is kinko's so, i don't even well, think <laughs> it's, a, it's a printing accoutrement printing. yeah i don't uh, think kinko's but uh yeah so that, that's i mean that's so i've been i've literally not missed a single gta event since the inception i've been at every one of them and uh along the way i kind of became the rules guy even though initially i was just helping out i didn't know what my place was till probably a year or two in probably a couple years in and that's when I really started uh, being the being the rules guy. Like I, it was just me at that point. Uh, John had moved on, done doing other stuff, so it was just literally down to me. And for the longest time, and then when I was starting to think like my car's gonna get closer back together, I kind of stepped back a little bit, turned it into more of a committee, so I'm not the only guy. Because 
competitors are catty and weird and they always think that everyone's up to his ulterior motives when they're involved with uh, rulemaking. And uh, I mean, I've exactly been the opposite of that. I, I put myself in the highest possible class so I don't have to be questioned about what I do. Like I make the rules for the benefit of the series to the best of my ability. I did back then. And now it's, you know, four of us talking about it and, and massaging things as necessary as well. Um, but yeah, so I stepped back a little bit and uh, which is cool. The car is getting closer and closer. I mean, I think I have a target goal of running the thing about three years ago. Um, <laughs> it's going, not going so well. Um, but um, yeah, it's kind of like the history. I don't know what else, what else I can throw in there. No, I mean, I think that's a, a good synopsis of everything in terms of global time attack and your time there and everything. And you want to, uh, obviously, you talked a little bit about the business. Is there anything else there? Obviously, you do a lot of import tuning. Um, you guys are in, you know, Arizona. Anything else you want to drop in there a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I mean, we, we do a lot. We, we, we have a full service shop, and it's been a weird kind of couple of years uh, because of the you know, these trying times, quote unquote, with, uh, with COVID and everything, supply chain issues has been just absolutely murderous. Like we're, it's hard to explain to someone that you're through the gills busy, but you can't make any money because you got cars tore apart, right. you know, uh, car comes in with a problem. You find the problem, you pitch to pitch to fix, sell the parts, get paid on the parts, you order the parts and now you wait, you know, yeah. like I, I made you know, whatever, 10, 15, 20% on parts if I'm lucky. And that's all I'm making until I complete the project, you know, and I can't complete the project. So I have parts. I can't even take the block in the machine shop. So I have pistons and you're like, you know, everything's, everything's a waiting game. And then in the meantime, you got to keep bringing cars in to keep working and keep making money. So now you're stacked up to the gills and all of a sudden a few parts show up and you know, <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> so who you piss off, right? You got 50, 50 cars out there and, uh, um, you know, it's, it's weird. It's a weird, overwhelming situation right now. It didn't used to be this crazy until like literally my, my business, like I've tripped, doubled more than doubled, probably almost tripled my uh, employee count and um, the number of cars here, but I'm, I, I can't make, can't manage to make money because you're just literally jumping from one thing, to, one emergency to the next. Cause you know, you've been waiting on parts for eight months or a year and all of a sudden they're here and you got to rush and rush, rush to get it done because the customer's pissed off. He's been pissed off for a year waiting on these parts, but now he's pissed off as you've had it for 10 minutes and the car's not done, you know, right. yeah, it's, a, no, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's an interesting time in, in this industry right now. Yeah, that would be, uh, that'd be, that'd be painful to deal with. And, and I've seen the pictures of your shop just trying to fit everything in. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's just a, I mean, it's a, just a common refrain and every, it's hard to get anything nowadays and it's hard to finish. And when the builds are complex, you guys do some, some pretty decently complex builds sometimes. And when the builds are complex and you're waiting on a lot of stuff, one part can cause a big problem. So half the parts being missing is, is problematic. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's no, been fun. I'm with you on that. So let, let's, uh, let's circle back around a little bit to your time at GTA. Obviously you said you morphed into the rules guys, which we've had a lot of rules discussions here. Um, and I'm sure you have plenty, plenty of rebuttals that you'd like to make if you've listened to anything we've said, but, um, the, the rules and time attack are always, you know, difficult, right? Um, it's difficult to, to balance that line. And obviously we've had this conversation before and, you know, you said earlier that you're really cognizant of the rules. You even stepped back and started a committee when you started running. And I know that you ran an unlimited, um, just in case, you know, even if you didn't need to, you would run in an unlimited because you didn't want anyone to think that you were trying to skirt any rules or, you know, had any kind of advantage that someone else didn't because yeah, competitors are cagey. Um, we know quite a few who are cagey about that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I, I think you're, I mean, I think you're overly above board. I think, you know what I mean? I think you try extremely hard to be legit and, you know, obviously I appreciate that. I think that anybody who knows you appreciates that you try to be above board at all times. And I honestly, I think you go too far. I think you, <laughs> I don't think you need to go as far as you go, but it's appreciated. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but you know, the, the, the thing about that is I do it for a reason. Cause I've, I've seen scenarios where, um, a national director of a series is a competitor in a mid-level class and will DQ right. someone and come up with a rule at an event. Yeah. That's it, it, you know, if, 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 if you ever see me or anybody that I work with do that, you go ahead and take a baseball bat right on the spot, take it to my <laughs> kneecap. It's never going to happen. And if I, if I oh, get the no. opportunity to do it to someone, I would, it's, it's, yeah. it's just so like, seriously, you're going to be, um, 
manipulating to win a freaking plastic trophy or cheat and manipulate think the situation to win a plastic trophy what kind of piece of shit you gotta look in the goddamn mirror at that point yeah. you know that's what that, yeah. that's what makes you sleep at night is to steal a trophy from someone you piece of shit like i i'd want i throat punch somebody i just can't stand that that thing and that, honestly that's why i push back so much on people that are always just like well you know I'm, uh, it's not really for that use it's for another use like shut up i i'm not an idiot you know like i i've been doing this industry <laughs> and racing for longer than most of these people have been driving cars and right. i know yeah. what the, the 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 side effects of, of different things are like like not the side effects but the primary purpose and people are trying right. to skirt it like no it's a side effect yeah, get out of no. here with that. Yeah, and I, just, and I, yeah, go ahead, Dan. Why I wanted to point out that guy that Tony's talking about was my father. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we know the moral compass on Dan's family. There you go. Yeah, exactly. That's what Dan was trying to put I was just hoping that in this podcast we learn how to cheat better. Yeah, apparently <laughs> we're not doing a good job. No, brother. We, we are not doing a good job in that. But. But like you just said, obviously very passionate about that, that, you know, the particular subject. And like I said, I think you, I think that shows in the fact that you try to, you know, from our perspective, you know, from, from being competitor as well, you try to be beyond reproach. And, and honestly, like I said, it's like beyond, beyond you, you go so far to make sure that people don't think you're, you know, making any rules for yourself. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I mean, think, I think you do a good job of that. It, I mean, it has to be. You have to be above, over the top to to really point out that that there's nothing of that nature going on. Right. Just to just so it's obvious to everyone. Otherwise, it, otherwise it becomes the question. And you know, I, I'm I'm I live and die by my integrity. And if you question my integrity, I I don't get to be a very friendly person. I become very very aggressive, <laughs> and right. I will uh, I will get nasty about it. And so uh, the easiest way to skirt that is to uh, to just make it so blatantly obvious you don't have room to question me. I really try to, you know, and, and and I think what's even worse is that I know that, you know, obviously you're not only making the rules, but obviously you run grid, your primary and grid, you're the person who's doing the tech. You obviously have some helpers on that. And uh, but you're, you're doing tech on cars and things like that. But then you also run your car like we talked about. And so you have to run around like an idiot. Tell me about it. And then, yeah, and then get to your car and actually run an event. It's like everyone else is trying to enjoy themselves, and you're not getting that minute. You're you're enjoying yourself is literally being in the car and trying to trying to like zen out the rest of the bullshit that's happening. And I think that's really hard to do. I don't think I'm able to do it. You have no idea how much how much that. I mean, Christ for the last. Well, obviously, I haven't been on track in five years, which has absolutely eaten me alive, but. Right. Um, you know, when, when the car was, was running, I, you know, my, my two laps, my, you know, an out two hots and back in, um, you know how much, you have no idea how much healing that does to my brain. <laughs> it, it, it just settles me and yeah. it gives me some, relieves some tension. You have no idea. You have no idea. Yeah, dude. You got it. You and, got it. Uh, I, I literally, I think I've changed the, as a human, not driving for five years. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, by no, I mean, it is, it's like sports, right? Like my mom always wanted me to play more sports so that I could be calmer, right? I'm calmer because I got my aggression out on the field. And that's kind of like this thing. No, I think that's totally. it's pretty apt. Without sports and without time attack, you guys have the bluest balls on the planet. <laughs> yes. yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Okay. You, okay. You, you know, Mike, Mike and I are just freaking next level energy people. Just like want to sure. just choke someone at any given moment in time. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what fixes me. That's what fixes me. That's what repairs that yeah. repairs me. Yeah, makes me makes me somewhat human, right? Yeah. And makes me somewhat Absolutely. normal. You gotta choke a bitch. Sometimes you just gotta choke a bitch, and it's you like you fucking uh, have to. Yeah. Goddamn right. And so it's uh, no, I, and, and and that's the thing though. Like Jesus like I said, I don't know if I'd be able to do it because on the other side of it is that I don't know if I'd be able to relax enough like in the car to actually do that when I don't have a lot of time and I'm thinking about everything else that's happening. You know what I mean? So that's what's so hard for me. I'm this is, this is why I'm, you, this is why I'm relegated to being a mediocre driver forever because when I'm in the goddamn car, I couldn't tell you what happened. I have no idea. I'm literally just driving on, on autopilot the entire time. And it takes some ridiculous amount of effort for me to come up with anything to say about the car because I'm like, I don't know what the lap time show. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what you're, happened. You're not positive. I, I, I exited and I entered. I don't know what the rest happened. I exactly. <laughs> it's literally how it is for me. It, it kind of sucks. And that's what's taken me so long to even be a mediocre pace is that, you know, I just keep building a better hammer because my, my skill level comes up so slowly because I don't really have 
consciousness when I'm in the car. I don't really analyze myself. I don't think when I'm in there, my brain just turns off. And it's so bizarre to explain that. Like I literally, the only things I remember are moments, you know, like, and, and, it, and the moments are always so exaggerated in your brain. You go back and look at videos like, holy crap, I came out of seven and like full lock, matted, sliding. Like, you know, you look at videos like 10% slip angle, nothing, nothing massive at all. It's big, no big deal. <laughs> you know, but that's, that's the only thing I'd remember about the whole session. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I remember, I mean, remember, uh, you know, I remember when, uh, at Button Willow. When oh, you you're on auto tune. Like, you guys start rapping? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Get them high notes. cut that out. Am I better now? Tell me when I'm better. Yes. Yeah, you're good. Oh, okay. wait, you're. Uh, you're okay. Now it's back green. Okay, you're good. Yeah, it says it's 100. percent So I don't know. Um, but uh, last time we were together and you were running a button wheel and everything, I remember we were we were trying to talk through suspension. We were trying to talk through brakes. And now that makes a lot more sense because you get out of the car and I'm like, I'm like, give me some information, give me some data, and we'll get this thing set up. And you're like, I don't know, it was pretty good. Let's download some <laughs> stuff and see. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Hundred percent. That's just the way it's been. Like, listen, the, the last, so. the last few events, I've been, I was like, dead set on focusing on, on having something to say about the car every session. Just, just, just so you make some sort of effort yeah. towards, you know, some direction, right? And, yeah. um, I, I, you know, I started to finally get to that point, and then, you know, fucking cut the car apart like an idiot, and uh, here yeah. we are. No, but it, I mean, it looks. It- it looks sweet. The the cutting up the car looks sweet, and I'm sure it's gonna be sweet when when you get that done. That's a uh, I have to say the the knife is getting much sharper there. It might even be a gun at this point, but um, yeah, I mean, it looks good. If you don't know about Tony's Evo, he's got a, a bunch of pictures up there, and um, he's chopped the roof and and is doing a whole bunch of work to that. So uh, that's a that should be a pretty pretty it's gonna insane be a lot car of, once it's out. It's gonna be a lot of car with a. F- that blob trying to manage it all is going to be an interesting situation. Two, two laps of trying your best to pay attention and not die. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I'm, I'll get three this time around. I got a little more fuel capacity. I had like three gallons of fuel capacity. I might get three laps out of it. And that's all we want either. That's all we want. We want three laps too. That's all we want. <laughs> um, we're not asking for much, right? Come on, baby. Jesus. Give me three, three laps. laps. I'm thinking. Drive I'm thinking. Back in. The spec tire, go home. It's going to be hard to, to get enough heat in the, those tires in two laps, yeah. I think. Well, so no, I'm, either, I, I'm either going to have to like, you know, like start saving up and, and getting a hold of uh, getting a set of tire warmers. I think that's really the only real answer with those slicks. Um, to really go fast in those slicks, you got you got to get some serious hair, tire temp into them, and um, yeah. yeah, it's it's sure. going to be tricky. I think you got to be 180 plus for for them to even start working. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's why you I've know been, I've been we've been looking at that stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. That's actually why I, I definitely want. Uh, you said you're going to try to finagle up a set of those uh, temp sensors. I, I I definitely want to put those on the car. Yeah, yeah. I should have, like I said, I should have a set here for you to be able to do that. So we'll get that yeah. figured out, and then yeah, tire tire warmers seem to be the way to get that really done. And unfortunately, another cost, but in the whole scheme of things, not that bad. I yeah, guess. I mean, relatively speaking, it's not. I mean, the thing is, the, the the wild thing is, is that I've had the car down for so long. I haven't raced for so long. I've been like kind of intentionally hoarding the amount of money I would be spending while I'm racing on the car anyway, like just putting it aside. So that's how I managed to get all these nice, all the nice shit on the car. You know, like I got a sequential on the car. I got sure, a paddle sure. shift set up on the car. I got, you know, a lot of, a lot of cool parts that uh, I wouldn't have normally been able to afford. It's just uh the car was down long enough where I didn't spend any money on it at all besides on racing. So, you know, considering every, every trip to Atlanta was 1100 bucks in diesel, you know, Right. No. Yeah. Put that aside every year, and then you know, button willows and other freaking six, seven hundred dollars in diesel. You know, it's just it's it all adds up. You know, so I was just trying to, I was kind of basically hoarding that along the way. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, you got to do what you got to do to make that work. So you know, excited to see that out there. Excited to see it ready. Obviously, we've got some similar parts, and uh, there's some there's companion parts there that we're you know we're yeah. building rebuilding ours and you're rebuilding yours you're going a little more insane i'd love to do the roof chop but i just do not want to put a new cage in it or anything like that so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so that's what yeah it, that was it's it, it has it hasn't been a, an enjoyable endeavor i mean the thing is i <laughs> it's, it's not I mean, enjoyable we've done we've i've done enough crazy shit to the car it's really not that off the wall but 
I'm not really a fab guy. I'm not that kind of fab. Like I'll build a turbo right, kit. Sure. I'll build, build charge pipes and, and, and shit like that or mount things, yeah. you know, but, but to actually do a, a chassis fab like that is just not my forte whatsoever. So I have to rely on others. And, uh, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult as I'm not in a tax bracket to pay someone 40 grand to do that, you know, so it's, you're relying on friends to do it on their time and hooking you up and getting you cool deals and everything. And, and, you know, that's, that's brutal for them. And, you know, you're stuck waiting and waiting and waiting because you're back burner. You're not making them any real money. So that's part of the, part of the, the battle there, you know, sure. you know, yeah, and, and I've had right. some good partners hey, along the way and, and people that supported me and, you know, they're kind of questioning whether they should be continue supporting me. The car's been down for so damn long. You know, I'm no longer relevant, you know, <laughs> so I yeah. got to get this car together and start throwing some lap times down and, and uh, become relevant again with it to be able to get some support, you know? Oh, you're always relevant. You're always, you're always, you're always on the top of the list, there, Tony. Come on now. I'm also, come on. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm just on. the best looking. Also, ran. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> be always confident. the bridesmaid. That's right. That's right. Always, just be confident. Um, but I mean, so yeah, I mean, that's a that's a separate conversation we have about you know partnerships and all that stuff, but. I mean, some of the stuff you're doing is pretty cool. If you had a couple more pictures out there and stuff like that, I think that it wouldn't be too difficult. And honestly, you know, what sucks for people like us is that we want the racing to matter. And, and what we've learned in the last years and obviously talking to marketing people and all the, you know, that stuff on the podcast and stuff is that the racing doesn't matter as much. The cool that, pictures. You have no idea how much that, that hurts on the inside yeah. for me. That, that, that to me is I just know, absolutely idiotic. I know, but that's, uh, you know it, you know, we're, we're the same person in that regard, but it is what it is. And that's what, that's, what's hard about it is that it, it, no matter how hard we're trying to achieve this goal and, and put all the engineering, the time and the effort into it, um, just pull the car outside, take some pictures of it and get 75% or 80% of the way there. And sometimes if you make it look really stupid, you got, you know, 150% of the way there and people like it a lot more. So it's, it's just a, it's just, well, that's the, the funniest part, is, right? Yeah, like everybody's yeah, just in for the clicks these days. There's really, there's no, nobody does anything to, for any legitimate purpose anymore. It seems like the majority of the builds and efforts and everything going on is yeah. for the clicks. Just who can say the most ridiculous thing or do the, the dumbest thing in the world that, that people are just eating up yeah. like unbelievable. Yeah. Like that's, that's what people are excited about. It is. I, it is. And, and, I can't and comprehend that's the hard it. Part. No, I mean, it, we're, we're just in a, we're just in a different perspective, right? We just want to, we just want to go fast. We just want to yeah. build something that's cool and go fast. And it's just a, it's well, just a very different. It's, it's even beyond that. Like we want to do things. People want to watch people. Like the people want to watch people do things. That's the yeah, part that I can't comprehend. Yeah, like the that, whole, that, the, that's the that's whole, I, I've been, I, I've been bitching about this for a couple of years now. Just absolutely mind boggling. When I first found about the existence of uh Twitch and people watching people play video games. I'm like, are you serious? You you're, paying, you're paying people to play video games so you can watch them. I don't, you know you I can don't play video games yourself, right? It's the like, for free. Like you, I mean, if you have the game. <laughs> I mean, it's like face palm, like through the, the, the meme with the face, the palm through your face. When I first heard about that, I, I did that to myself. Like, have, have you ever watched porn? Porn? Yeah. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you can do it yourself. I've man. been married a long oh, time, dog. Oh man, oh, it's not. Right. It's only <laughs> because oh, I'm not allowed to shop elsewhere, dog. Come on. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Holy oh God, I can't breathe. Oh, man. Let me rephrase that. Maybe not so much. I'm not allowed. It'd just be a really bad idea. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no one's prohibiting, technically, right? But oh my god, that's awesome! No, it's that's that's hilarious. Like it was funny because esports uh, are extremely popular, obviously, and those people make way too much money. They make so much money on esports, and it's so funny because I like because 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 Hayden plays a lot of games, and then we play Call of Duty together, and and so um, it's funny because we'll watch some of the YouTube videos of people playing those games, but I I've never paid for so, to to watch somebody play a game, and I, and that it's funny because. Back in the day, Dan would watch uh, our buddy, Jordan, you know, Jordan, um, back in the day, I think you met Jordan a couple times, but we yeah. watch Jordan and I play COD and I was like, do you want to play? And he's like, no, I like watching. And I was like, how do you sit there and watch it? 
Like I never. Yeah, really I was. I was ahead of the curve, and I didn't even realize I should have. Yeah, he was. He was the innovator there. He just wanted to watch us play. I don't get it. I mean, he'd be on his laptop or something. It's not like he had we had undivided attention or anything like that. Yeah. But it's just funny because it's like it's like something you put on in the background. But I, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I do like to do things. I'm not just watching somebody do something. Like it's like when you like football, you play football, and you watch the football games, right? Yeah, you're a fan. Kind of... Yeah. It's, right. I, mean, I, I get watching something as a fan, but you're watching something you do, that, that's that's fine, but I don't know. Right. It just seems like there's there's just a, a whole lot of energy oh, and man, money and, and, and shit happening there that doesn't that does not compute for me. I'm just a little too old to get it, I guess. No, I mean, it, it is... It's a, Again, it's a different thing, and that's... And, you know, the perspectives are funny, and, and the people... There's some people... The one that I don't get is the ones who just watch people play games that they don't play or aren't a part of it all and that's the thing that i don't get like the thing that makes things fun to me is if i'm a part of it right like like we talked about i want to be a part of something i don't like like i used to like i like watching ufc and mma because that's what i used to do i like watching lacrosse because that's what i did i'll watch some cod videos because we'll play you know call of duty together and so like that makes sense i'll watch you know world time attack i'll watch the live streams for time attack i'll watch all that because it has something but i would I can't watch like in Hayden's world. I can't watch a game of WoW, like that's World of Warcraft. <laughs> I can't watch a game of WoW. I can't just watch someone do something that I have no, you know what I mean? That I have no, that I haven't done myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's yeah. where that that distinction comes from, I guess, for me. That's my line, I guess. So <laughs> I get it. Trust me, I get it. But that's my line. So <laughs> now that we've gotten past uh, our esports edition of. <laughs> hypercritical radio who knew we were going to go there today nobody did um you've got some you've got some topics apparently that you've got maybe prepared slightly slightly so let's let's hit on let's hit on one or two right now well i i I told you i I binge listened like i binge listened to you guys uh just because i i i actually forgot this that you guys had this thing going on and i I got tired of listening to music to and from work and i got a really short drive it's only like four miles each way so it's not a lot of time and uh, so I, I kind of started listening to some podcasts and I, I burned up all the HPA stuff that I'd, I'd, I'd listened to and a couple other things. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Mike does this thing. So I, I, I found you guys and and uh, so I've been binge listening for probably, I don't know, maybe a month, a couple of weeks. Wow. Or so my drive's short. My drive's short. So I'm up to, tw- I'm up to episode 29, your uh, Popeye's chicken episode. So uh, anyway. So the, the I thing- like that one. <laughs> Aren't they all Popeye's chicken? I mean, yeah, kind of, kind of. they they probably end there. They probably end there. Yeah, so, <laughs> they at least do. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully. In the two topics, two topics critically stuck out to me that you've you you've you yourself might beat the drum on that uh, I, uh, I I I have some contention with. So one of them being um, how much you hate sequentials, but you love DSG. I so don't. I don't hate. That, man. I don't hate sequentials. I don't no, hate them. No, 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 no. But you, you, you're not okay with limited having a sequential, a hand shifted sequential. But you're okay with a streetcar having a battle shifted one just because it's cheaper. Not hmm. quite. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly what I said. I still have a problem with. I still have a problem with DSGs. And you, DSGs you were the, the and introducer sh- of that entire I, mantra. Yeah, unfortunately, I made a mistake and it blew up in my face. It's like a, it's like you accidentally have a cigarette in a in a dry environment, and then all of a sudden there's a forest fire. That's not my fault. I mean, it is my fault, but that's your fault. It got away from me. It, got away from me. it started a forest fire, and I'm sorry he for that. He burned down California. If, if if I had, yeah, if I had a uh, freaking a firefighting plane that could scoop up water and drop it on that fire before it got too big. I would have done that. Unfortunately, I don't have a really cool plane that I can pick up water with and fish because they pick up fish, which is really hilarious. And then drop them on the fire. Could you imagine if you were that fish? Put a fire out and have fried fish. Oh my God. Can you imagine if you're that fish, you're just chilling in some water and then all of a sudden water starts shaking and then you and fucking Larry, the fish next to you are up in a plane and then get dropped on a fire. You're flying and then you Mm, that's a bad thing. Anyway, <laughs> perspective is son of a bitch. But yes, it got it absolutely got away from me. And uh, yeah, see, like it just it just sucks. Like sequentials and limited. I mean, yeah, I, I do say that a lot. I think I think sequentials and limited are a hard one for me, just because um, I really want something that I I want like a circuit breaker in each. I like circuit breakers in each class. 
And the thing that the circuit breaker is good for, like, you know, a quote unquote circuit breaker would be like a trans or something like that. You know, people talk about reliability. They talk about how, oh, I need this change because shit's unreliable now. It's like, it's unreliable because you make too much power for what it is, right? We know that. Sure. We blow up force. I mean, it's, it's, it's time. the nature of time so, attack, though. Nature of time attack's always been a freaking arms race. It really is. Who can hold know, the most power for the longest time? And it's always been that way. So that's not news. The problem is, is now people are getting more and more talented at making the power, you know, yes. and, uh, yeah, and no, that creates a whole new set of problems. It always has like, Hey, now you need bigger brakes. Now you need more tire. Now you need, you know, so it's, 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 it's an inevitability of the entire situation. So I, I don't know. I, I, I understand what you're saying with, with uh, not liking the sequentials and in, in limited to some degree, but I don't get it. How, the, the street class allowing a paddle shift to, to being swapped into a car. And it's literally available for front engine rear wheel drive cars only, you know? So it's like, it's p- particularly yeah. beneficial for like three cars, four cars, maybe that, that, that are frequently seen at, you know? So it's kind of a, and those they guys don't. already get the benefit of more tire. They do. They already do get that 285 tire. And so, I agree. I don't know. I, it, like, doesn't, it doesn't I, click for me. I started the idea. I started that idea. And then I'm like, Oh shit, maybe this isn't awesome. Like I said, it got away from me. And and really, like <laughs> I've said it before, like our Dewey episode and stuff like that, where I'm like, um, you know, in that regard, I know it's hard that especially when you're swapping into the older older cars, I think, you know, people are like, oh well, they're all in the new cars, you know, E92s have them, and obviously you've got the eight HP that's in Supras and all these other um cars that have the basically super high performance automatics now. Um, you've got all those cars there, but they have other downsides that are associated with them as well. Certainly, and, certainly. And, and Both those items have a yeah. decent weight yeah. penalty, and I get that. My, my, my biggest problem is the is the paddle, the paddle shifting part of it. Honestly, like if if uh, if like I I would be okay with with the, a DSG being swapped into something. The problem I have with it is like street class. Uh, we don't allow outside ma- other brands, you know, like outside makes. And I think sure. we started uh, yeah. discussing. Allowing things like okay, Honda does not have a decent fucking rear wheel drive transmission. Doesn't exist. Never has. Never will. Um, so in that situation, people like CD double O nines are super common to swap in there. Even though I can't stand that ge- transmission, it sounds like a box of rocks. I hate that gearbox, but it's like it's the the go to right now for a bunch of people, right? And so we, so it makes sense to allow that in uh, in a street class car. So it, in that respect, I would be okay with that uh, a DSG being put in there. But I wouldn't. I, the fact that it can be battle shifted now, all of a sudden, you've added another level. So if sure. uh, if an S two thousand came in an automatic, I'd be like, sure, put whatever automatic in there, but not put a paddle shifted sequential in there. That's. Gotcha. I mean, that, a DSG yeah, I mean, is even fine. a step beyond that in some in some respects. You know, you, it's it's got the the lack of power loss during the shift of an automatic, right? Yeah. And uh, where sequential, no, you actually have to put power for a moment. Yeah, I'm with all that. I mean, yeah, the taking the hands off the wheel, having, you know, to be able to better Correct. control. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I'm fine with that contention as well. I think, you know, you can run those cars. People make, you know, what is fundamentally looks like a little, you know, uh, sequential shifter, right? It's it's just a, a knob connected to two switches. It, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's the same freaking thing. But they, they make stuff like that for those uh, DCT transmissions, and, and that is an option. And honestly, I, I I wholeheartedly agree with that. I think that's probably a better way to go than having the ability to have the paddle-shifted cars sure. um, with the yeah. DCT. I, mean, I, I, I think that's reasonable. I, I think in a street-class car that, that never came with a, with any sort of a, a DSG or paddle-shift option whatsoever, it should have to be you put it in drive and, and deal with that shittiness of an automatic. Now, granted, with the programming, you can get pretty goddamn creative and get really good with that. That, but that's another barrier of entry, you know. So make it put some effort into making them allowing that to happen, you know. Right, and I think that's the point, though. Like you know, like you said, you could put it at, at an automatic, but again, there's some expertise that's involved. And, and even with the DCT swaps, we you're seeing some of the tuning and the expertise that's required to to fundamentally tune some of the aftermarket <laughs> um, tuners because it's it. You know what I mean? I did some of that stuff at work. I, I had a little bit of background in it, and. It's not easy. I mean, that's why oh, when I dude, was... I, it's anything with a transmission like that is so, so, so intricate. It's mind-boggling. And I, I personally think that everyone is doing it wrong. Like, literally everyone's doing it wrong. I think the only way that's ever going to properly work is to keep the OEM ECU and programming for it and figure out... Well, not maybe yep. necessarily the programming, but, but, but be able to just manipulate the OEM stuff that's already everything works perfectly in. And then get the CAN bus integration to actually do the right things with the with the engine with it, 
give it the information it needs, cut torque with the motor. I think that's the only way it's ever going to be truly survivable and last a while and work well. Um, same goes with the ZF8HB. All those aftermarket controllers are hot garbage, relatively speaking. Like You'd have to have the team of engineers that tuned it in the first place to really get it that good and have it survivable yeah. and actually function, and, right? And it- yeah, and or it just takes freaking forever, and I think that's what you're seeing. You're seeing these people have a, a pretty Struggle. hard time. Yeah, yeah. And, and and rightfully so. Not saying that they're doing a bad job or anything like no, that. No, not at all. It's just a difficult process. I mean, the process the process of tuning a transmission is an extremely long one in an OE setting. I mean, oh, you're dude. talking about it's on it's on a spintron, right? You're 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 inputting torque through a basically a test stand and then you're doing the tuning there then you put it in a vehicle and then you do the tuning there and then you go to the track and you do the tuning there like it is literally a two three year process with oh it's ridiculous yeah and then there's probably a team of 20 guys working on for two three years and exactly and so it's i 100 percent agree with you and that's one of the reasons why you know the current the most of the current offerings go right to the solenoids and that's how they're selecting gears up and down and then you have to you know basically control the rest of the system in terms of pressures or otherwise but i'm with you and that's why i've kind of personally held off on my own personal projects with the dcts because oh for sure for sure like i i mean i've done a couple of uh of um standalone um motec swaps like uh jay-z swaps with uh uh the four speed auto and just a bare bones basic four speed auto like that with an actual torque converter and you don't have to deal with you know with the, the dual clutch or anything like that, it's still, I probably spent three times the amount of time manipulating the transmission that I did to get the motor tuned, flex fuel out the door, made, you know, 800 horsepower, no problem. The engine tuning was like butter compared to getting that transmission to even drive even remotely reasonably well, just like it, it took a long time. And it's, I could just imagine when you have, add a couple more gears and add uh, the fact that it can make the ship fast enough to break parts inside. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing, and that's the, you know, the, the whole building pressure, heat, you know, how you dissipate that heat, where the heat actually comes from. Like, there's a lot of nuance there in sure. terms of so, like, offsets for viscosity of the oils. Like, dude. Yeah. It's and then, so that's the thing. It's like, yeah, exactly. And that people don't think about that low temperature versus high temperature. Once you get too high temperature, it turns into water. I mean, ATF is a, is a garbage fluid, period. And so it's really hard to deal with. And that's what we, you know, we've talked about it internally in terms of having the discussions about it. But if you think about it, like some people want to, some people set it up so the clutches grab extremely hard. Well, if the clutches grab extremely hard, then the oil pump is working very hard, which is making, I mean, it's making a lot of pressure to grab really hard on the clutches, but then you make heat that way. But then on the other side of it, if you don't grab hard enough, well, then you're making heat from the clutches slipping, right? And so, because it's in an oil bath. So you've got these two competing sides. And I don't think a lot of people realize that coming into it. I mean, right. The engineered minds will completely understand it. But otherwise, you're really walking a tightrope here on a non-OE application with a motor output, especially if you have a turbo car or anything, that is relatively inconsistent because if you shift right? If you shift at 6,000 RPM full boost and the boost drops out just a little bit and you come in at 3,000 and you don't have as much boost, well, that's a different slip than, yep. you know, if you're at 7,000 and you shift at 40 and then you get into a 4,500 for fifth gear. And it's such yeah. a different thing. I, I, I just truly think unless, unless you're an engineer in that field, it's just not realistically feasible to make it truly good yeah, as an individual, easy. you know, no, it's I, insane. I, yeah. I, like I, I have this lofty, stupid idea of, uh, of putting a, a ZF8 HP, a, a, a big boy one, the, the the ninety or whatever the, the biggest one is, into yep. a, a big power Supra. I think it'd be brilliant. The problem is I don't think it's the RPM capabilities there for the torque converter. I think that's the only real drawback because I don't think you can spin those things to like eight grand. I think they tap out somewhere in the sevens, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, they don't, they don't like it. I've seen seen people get up there, but it, it's not great. Yeah, I mean, realistically, it'd be for a streetcar that does, you know, some drag passes. But those those transmissions, I think, of any auto, like I, you know, say what you will about a Hellcat and and th- those Dodges, but if you jump in one and you drive it, there, the, the management of that gearbox is absolutely top notch. It's such a great driving automatic. Like I despise automatics, but I love that one. Yeah. Even though it weighs as much as most cars. Um, <laughs> the, the it just works so well and i think it'd be it would work beautifully and they, they have a really, really nice loose converter from the factory you can, you can have a nice aggressive high idle if you need to for a big motor you know for a big cam motor like there's a lot of really badass things about it and the way the way it manages the shifts is just so good like if i could get that in a supra 
and just uh, you know can bus in the torque torque re- reduction requests in, and uh, you know feed at the RPM and 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 torque measurement. Man, I think it'd be hands down the best super you'll ever drive. Right. But you know, but it's like getting that to to work is is next level. Uh, Canvas, uh, you know, reverse engineering that that I don't have the skill set for it. I don't. I don't. I'm not a code writer. I'm a tuner. I I know cars. I know parts, but I'm not sure. uh, that level of a computer geek. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. For um, lack of a better word. Yeah. The uh, I'm not an engineer. Does, right. As someone who does can all the time. Thank you very much. Um, the can's can's not that bad but it's, it's just when it gets to be so many messages it's like no it is a good lot, luck yeah. <laughs> and can, i mean half the half the job that i do in the field is canalizing things and and trying to figure out what it's trying to do right so yeah um the but I, i'm with you and that's like uh for for mine like i said that's what's been stopping me is that i don't want to remove the mechatronics the stock mechatronics unit um i'm I'm just not willing to take that step just yet i'd like to have something and that's what i was going to do i was trying to canalize an e92 and e90 with a dct in it i was trying to canalize that um canalizer is just a software that allows you to read all the can messages on a can bus i'm just telling everybody else in the world um and it's called canalizer because it sounds so freaking cool and um (laughs) So trying to canalize it to understand what messages the trans wants to see, just input to it, right? Input to the mechatronics unit where the mechatronics unit is making the decisions on what the trans should do. So I was exactly. trying to go through that process to do that. And it is it is an overwhelming, you know, it's a very, it's a very heavy task for even someone who does it a lot. Um, it just takes a lot of time. And you need to, you need to be able to, um, you need to be able to use the car in so many different situations so that you can get all of the information that you need so you can build out what the trans is expecting to see at any given moment and then you can back engineer what you need to do and there are some companies that are working on stuff like that and that's kind of what i've been sitting on my hands for and and similarly you know you were talking about the 8hp is a great option i've been looking at stuff with the tell 10 l 10 l 90 um, yep those things are supposed and, to be pretty badass too exactly and so like all these automatics you know the the dct's good a good to about 70 millisecond shifts the 8hp is good for about 140 to 150 and and, and at that point i mean shit's just working like that's a fast shift yeah. compared to a manual car yeah totally and, and like i said and, and the automatics that you, you're, not, you're not losing forward drive while you're making the shift either that's the right. that's the crazy benefit of it all and so I was looking at that, and I was trying to do an LS with an uh, with a 10 L80 and see if anybody had controllers for it to run the stock. And then what I found out is basically people don't do that at all, and all they try to do is run, you know, an LT, you know, new LT, not old LT, new LT with with it bolted to it. You just buy the whole pullout, one piece, run the stock ECU, run the stock um, trans control unit, all as one system because that that trans TCU is all integrated into the ecu on some of the levels and then there is a separate box on some of the cars but um that's all integrated so you just run that all as it is and imagine pulling one of those out of a z01 camaro or something like that where it's got them snappy shifts it's really you know already got all that programming in and the torque feedback's already there so that would be you know a fantastic car to to, a fantastic option to swap in something else because that stuff's already done yeah, for sure. and from in terms, in terms of an engineering standpoint and the trans is good and if you want to be lazy which i often want to be lazy i just put it in automatic mode and freaking cruise right that that's pretty nice to be able to have all those options right you can make it have a race mode you can make it have a normal mode you can make it have a drive sunday drive mode so all that stuff's kind of kind of really cool so i'm i'm super excited for that coming down the pike so but i'm with you 100 you spoke my mind on the uh, don't take out the stock mechatronics if you don't have to, but unfortunately there's not many options. So if people want to make that conversion, they don't have a ton of options right now. So, yeah, well, the first, so I, I met Alex Moss for the first time at Coda um, a few weeks okay, back. Yeah. <laughs> first question I asked him: So how many broken ones of these are in your backyard? Yeah, <laughs> he was they, on number seven, their, I think he said. <laughs> yeah, the baskets, man. They they just keep breaking the baskets, and 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 they. I mean, I I have to give it to them and stuff because we talked about it. We talked about doing that, you know, I told him that I think there's a, a way to get there um, four and a half years ago at, uh, what is it, uh, what's it, Detroit, what is it called again? Detroit race at M1, what's it called? Oh, uh, speed ring. Speed ring, thank you. And so I thought there was a, I was like, 
I was like, here's all the information that I've got on it. It's possible. I know it's possible. And so they they jumped on it. They bought a transmission the next week. You know, that was the kind of the start of it. I told a couple other people. And I was like, here's all the information, you know, to make that possible. And so they were working through all the details and stuff. And I got to give it to them. Those guys that did not quit, and they keep trying, you know, the ASM guys. And, and, and Moss is a smart guy. He does, you know, obviously does programming and stuff as well. So he's got a good background for that. But they did not stop after breaking and <coughs> breaking shit. And, and, and breaking, you know, the, the, the clutch baskets and all that, and then trying to work on a, um, a dual mask uh, flywheel and, and, you know, system so that they could potentially save more parts and keep things alive. And I, I, fundamentally, you know, just trying to make it work, that's what happens when you're an early adopter, right? When you're an early sure. adopter on something that's really hard, you're just going to break the shit out of it. So, I, you know, impressive that they've got that thing to work as well as it does at the different power levels, and it, but it does suck, right? Just yeah, <laughs> breaking shit. I mean, he ran uh, consistent all weekend. I mean, he didn't have any, didn't seem to have any troubles. Yeah, I, Moss is Moss is great, and 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 they they really did a good job on that car. I really like that car as it just sits. I think it's a really cool car as well. So, um, yeah, it just that that pain for the last couple of years. You know, if you just see it, you know, if people just see it now, just working well, they're like, oh, that's not so bad. But the pain <laughs> over the last couple of years to make that work is 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 obviously the difficult part. It's all that background that most people don't see, you know. So yeah, um, more power to them for for sticking with it and, and getting it done. So, and a, and a two twenty seven at Coda with the four hundred horsepower tune is not bad at all. I no. think that's what he ended up with, right? Two twenty seven. I think. Yeah, I think that's what. Uh, I feel like that's what Ulrich ran in his Miata as well. Yeah. Similar, yep. just about the same power. Yeah, exactly. So pretty, pretty damn good. So <coughs> we're clear the table on that one. We're all on the same page. What's the next? What you got any more? What else are we arguing about tonight? I had one more. I had one more. I, and this is another one. You, it's uh, one of your uh, uh, battles. You're, you you stuck your flag into this one. Um, the um, the idea of uh, event wins doesn't matter. Um, only yes. only only records matter. Okay. Ooh. So here's, here's my anything. here's my battle here's my battle with that, a couple okay. things. N- number one, um, if it if everyone that went were only the people that had an actual shot at breaking the record, you'd have three people in events would never have events again. Good, goodbye time attack. I know, I know. You, you have to recognize you have to recognize the people's efforts. The fact that nobody's showing no, nobody's going there intentionally going slow. Everybody's trying to go the best the fastest they can. So to not recognize that it's kind of shitty in my book, you know. Even I mean, they get a trophy and and they hey they 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 won their class that event, you know. They don't get they don't get to be remembered uh, as a record record breaker, but at the same time, they know that as well. So that's already a a, a motivator to to try harder next time, you know. No, I, I'm with that, and that's fine. And I am a shitty person. I appreciate that, but <laughs> but you know. I agree. We Obviously, we, we want people to come and we want, you know, I get it. <laughs> I guess my pain comes from the perspective of we know them. You know them very well. The assholes who just show up to events where they're not where the event is not populated and then try to, to try to poach a win or act like that win was impressive when they were slower than two classes lower than them. Right. You That's know, it happens all the damn time. It ha- happens all the time, the damn time. And I think that the funny thing about that is, you know, you, the, the whole conversation uh, that we were covering earlier about, uh, you know, they don't care about wins. They don't, the, the, the media to get marketing and, and all that stuff to, to yeah. happen. They don't care about that stuff. Well, they're milking that exact angle. They're milking they that angle. They are milking that support. angle. Yeah, so be it. I, I, I'm not a fan of that, you know, like, but at the end of the day, like when I had, when I was racing, previously and i had some support from from my my uh sponsors they expected me to show them some sort of results like it's it's part of the deal like they they want to be able to brag about the person they're sponsoring so yeah i I won a number of events you know what if warfield didn't show up i'd probably win or if you guys didn't show up i'd probably win you know like i was i'm not i'm not a top tier guy and i never was but it, it only took one or two people not to show up for me to take a win because i was i was within striking distance you know Sure. But I mean, early sure. on, early on, when there was nobody fast, nobody really showing up, Warfield would beat me. Like Westfall, Jeff, and 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 uh, and uh, Mike would would beat me. Like I think the first entire season, everywhere we went, they'd get me by like nine seconds. How embarrassing is that? You know what? I did not cry <laughs> well, myself to sleep about it. I did not cry no. myself to sleep about it. I just kept 
trying to make the car better and try to get a, be, be a better driver. By the time you stopped driving, I was down to like four seconds. Like, sure. whatever. You know? Like, I don't know. No, like, I, 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 go ahead, Dan. The conclusion of this argument is that Tony is just a better person than Mike. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. But Adrian's with them. But the... Um... Oh, subtle dig. <laughs> no, that was I'm gonna get there. Don't don't worry. Um, but no, I, you none of it is ever directed at the people who do what you do, right? It's and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, yes, I come off as a super dick about it, and you know, obviously, let's be serious. That's not abnormal. But <laughs> but it's never directed at the people like because you keep coming back for it. I I the people who drive me insane are the people who are only doing it for that clout are only doing it to snipe the win that that doesn't really matter that's not what you're there for you are yeah, there yeah, every time that. to push 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 and everybody sees that everybody knows it that's why we all jump in in case you have a problem that's why we do a double head swap and a double trans swap and a double whatever fucking swap we have to do to keep the god damn it, you bump me off the podium with my transmission i'm pissed <laughs> And that's my point, though, because you were willing to do any of that. So none of that is directed at you. It's directed at, we, you know, the couple you know, of people. No, I, I definitely wasn't taking it personally. I wasn't looking at it as myself, but I'm, I'm just using myself as, as an example. Like, sure, sure. You know, and um, and, and then I, am, I am hard on it. And, and my perspective comes from that. You know what I mean? It's, it comes from that tilt where it is annoying. You know, it is the it is the slight annoyance. And by slight, I mean massive annoyance that – we, you know, people like you, people like us, whatever, we're working really hard to get that win. We're, re- we're working really hard to get that record because that's the goal for us. And then when it doesn't show up as, you know, it doesn't show up as we're not even in the event recap, which has happened to us plenty of times, where we literally set the fastest time of the day and we're not even in the event recap because the car's not pretty enough or I don't know, you pick your poison. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I didn't show enough skin that day. Um, it's, it just, that's the, that's my, that's when I get a, you know, a little jealous about yeah. that situation. It's like, what did I, you know, what did we do wrong here? So that's where it's like, it's carved me out as being a little bit more granite on that kind of perspective, just because it's like, that's really annoying. We put I, a lot of effort of it, here. I think what? of it like how Tony, you're describing my father who was like kicking people out with the rules just to, it's kind of like that to me in <laughs> in one way and and the other thing that i think annoys mike annoys me um is the people who are like i had the fastest miata with oh yeah yeah. at you know 60 degree angle and like that's the kind of hey listen i I was the fastest blue evo hungarian driven blue evo anywhere in the country okay no i I get that that's 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 like the drag race mantra is like oh we got a platform record uh freaking right wheel width record uh, you name it like everything the baseball like, stat. Uh, yeah that's annoying i get that I and, get and that. that's the thing so but so the, you made some good points no and, sure. and, and right I, I can i can concede some of my arguments and maybe i'll soften up some of that perspective because there are people who are willing to come out time after time really actually support the event fill out the event that we're not been we have not been doing a good job of filling out if i may say but filling out the events and doing what they can just to be there and go faster and set their own PRs whenever they can. And and I'm all about that. That's fine. It, it's more directed at the select few and my perspective. For me, it's for me, it's about going fast. For me, it's about obviously I'm not driving at this point, right? I'm I'm just trying to engineer the best car I can and build the best car I can. So for me it's about building and supporting people to do the best they can as go as fast as they can. And for me, that goal comes down to being the fastest that ever existed at that track, because that's the way my personality works. Make, make no mistake. I don't think anyone's at showing up to these events without that goal in their mind, but some people have to be realists and they don't necessarily, they know they don't have the, the, the tools, the talent, yeah, the budget, whatever, support, whatever know. it may be to actually do that. You know what I mean? No, sure. You know, like for me, for me, it's always been, for me, it's always been about a personal, personal best. Like if, 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 as long as I'm improving, I'm happy. Honestly, I cut the car up when we came back from Atlanta in 17 because I went slower than the, the, the previous year, year yeah. and I've made a lot of improvements on the car. And that, that, that hurt me more than anything that 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 bothers me more than anything is is when i don't improve because like every i always make it a point to at least try harder or have something improved on a car to, to do better for every time we go to a bigger event you know like the local stuff is testing to me 
but like Atlanta, Button Willow. Yeah, the big deals. No, I'm you know, the big deal tracks, like every year I would improve. I would get better and better. And this is the first year that I'd been to Atlanta. I didn't improve. I went three tenths, I think two or three tenths slower than the previous year with some significant improvements on the right. car. I think it boiled down to being having a shit batch of tires. Uh, I only had, I think I only had one good set of tires for the weekend and they weren't good. So I was using some ancient uh, C91s that I managed to go the fastest on, but they were probably five-year-old C91s. Right. But, you know, whatever. But the thing was, I, I left that track, un, left that event unhappy, which I've never done before. And, you know, I could break, I could grenade the car. You guys have seen me. I've put, take, take the car back in a dumpster, basically, because everything's broken on it. But I don't really care. Like, whatever. I had a good time. I went faster. So so be it. But the, the moment I don't improve, I'm I'm just absolutely a shithead. I'm unhappy. And uh, that's why the car got cut up. God damn it. <laughs> you told it. You said you go yeah. faster, or we're gonna we're gonna destroy you, and and there we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean here we are. I now. get it, and that's what I'm saying. So, so I'll I'll soften up on that perspective a little bit. I personally like. I mean, I do like helping people go faster than they've ever gone before. I just hate baseball stats. You know what I mean? I hate baseball stats. I hate you know when people are just clout chasing for no reason. Like you clearly should not be clout chasing. Come on now. And, yeah. and, and it just well, and, and, that's that's the world we live in right now. I know, and and it puts that and it puts, I do. puts them in top I'm, of other people, and that's what I hate. It's like you're throwing yourself on somebody else's accomplishments. See, listen, like, I, I've got a great friend that will put you, put that put me in a place every time. So you know, like every event, if we if we won or whatever, we took second or whatever, I'd, I'd post that up, and uh, you know, just just to cover my my sponsors and stuff, I I, I have to do something. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm terrible. I, I hate patting my own back. I fucking no, despise yeah. it. But you have to to get support, and it sucks. I hate yep. it. But anyway, so every time I'd, I'd make a post about we'd come become coming home from an event, and like, hey, we took second or hey, we won. And my buddy Dragon, the, the tow truck dude, the yeah. Serbian buddy yeah. of mine, he the very, like the moment he see he'd see a post, he'd text me. He's like, she took second, huh? How many cars? Two. Oh god, that's very nice of him. <laughs> he would do that to me every time. Like, no, ah, and, ah. and I, and I got to admit that from our perspective. You know, from from going to street and dominating, from going to limited, dominating record, record, record. I mean, at one point we had 13, 15 wins in a row, almost a record at every one of them, all that stuff pushing really hard. And obviously we came up to unlimited, had some problems, obviously we pushed up there. But we got second a couple times and we literally are like, because we're so competitive, we're sitting in the car and, I'm, and we're like, and I'm like, we kind of have to post, don't we? I'm like yeah, we gotta we gotta post. <laughs> yeah, and you and uh, and, and in pain, and you're like we got second, and, and it feels shitty saying that to people who would be super elated about getting second, but it is. I mean, it's 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 a it's a personality deficiency, right? And it's like, and yep. that's and and I fully admit that that's not probably the best perspective in life. It really isn't, but it is the perspective that we had, I, and I and I think that's getting it's, better. But it's you know what I mean. I admit to who I am. The, 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 there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, there's 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 always going to be winners and losers in life. That's part of the game. You know, that's part of existence. And and you know, the people that didn't get to win constantly, they they had to to, to deal with that uh, their whole lives. And it's not it's not such a, a a kick in the nuts anymore to people that didn't haven't been winning their whole life. Right. So you know, it's it's all it's everyone's perspective about it. And you guys you guys had a really kick ass run in your car in the red line years and early years of GTA, yeah. like seriously kick ass time. And so you guys got used to winning and uh, you know, so now you guys stepped into a bigger freaking sandbox and got a little bit harder because you had to push, push the car harder. Yep. You guys had the potential, just always had some failure, yeah. right? Everything. When the, when something <laughs> would do something stupid and we appreciate all your help trying to find all those stupid problems that don't make any sense. Still don't make any sense. So I'll, I'll appreciate your help more when you come and reassemble it. Oh, more. Terrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You guys gotta help me get mine done yeah. first. This is this is a reciprocating <laughs> process, I think. There, Dan. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it is tough, and 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 I'll I'll soften up on that a little bit. But like I said, we help a lot of people out. We partner with a lot of people, and obviously we try to push the winners hard. We push them to the front, stuff like that. That's really like we like to do that. We like to help people build the fastest cars possible. But I do find a lot of um, pride in helping people just go faster. Period. Right. Like one of the cool things that has nothing to do with winning because drifting, there's barely real winners in it um, is <laughs> is like the dude we helped. You know, we did PPIR. We helped the uh, Fortune Auto do some work with some of the drifters there and we helped the uh, um, riot crew. What's it called? 
Drift Riot. Drift Riot. Zach Ferris. Zach Harris from Drift Riot. We helped and we talked to a bunch of Ferris. Ferris. We talked to a bunch of other people from that crew and and we helped him get his suspension set up right. And he went literally, it was a, a light switch. He went from this thing is uncontrollable to holy Jesus, what have I been doing wrong? This is amazing. And and that's a that had no winning in it, right? That had no placement, that had no anything. But it was a good feeling like to just help somebody get that done, which didn't take, you know, it didn't take a ton of um, you know, for us, it didn't take a lot of math or anything. We didn't have to do that. We just had to look at it, evaluate, get some things fixed. Fortune helped us rebuild some shocks that were blown. So that was really cool that they did on site. And yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm softening up in my old age. Is that, is that feeling better or worse than making money? (laughs) I don't know. I got to think about that one. I'm going to let that simmer. I'm going to let that simmer for people. Uncertain. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna let that simmer for a second. No, but it was it's cool for sure, and it was cool to help them. It's cool to help people, and we've been doing a lot more of that, which is why we like you know partnering with a lot of the people in Time Attack because there's a lot of people who just want to make it work, and we, you know, we moved up to Unlimited, and um, I I don't want to call it a bigger pond. I just want to call it a deeper lake of money, and uh, that deeper lake of money really didn't doesn't sit well with us. Unfortunately, it's hard to it's hard to spend that kind of money. So. It's- yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I can I can hundred percent relate to that, but <laughs> I, again, I, I unlike you guys, um, I I don't cry myself to sleep when I don't win. So there's that. I mean, I only cried a couple times. Can you not tell that <laughs> that was a personal conversation, Tony? God damn it! <laughs> you can delete those pictures I sent now too. That's unfair. Um, <laughs> I want to hey, I want to send you a picture of something uh, with my car here shortly. Okay, give you see see what you think of it. Sounds good. Sounds like sounds like a perfect plan. But but I will concede. You have made some very good points tonight, and um, I will I will concede some road to you there that I might be a little bit too harsh on points, and I um, and I started a forest fire that I can't put out. <laughs> so sorry. Tonight we can label this episode "I'm Sorry" from Mike Lewin. Um, <laughs> and I think the best thing that would make me and the viewers or listeners happy would be Popeyes, of course, because we have to let that simmer a little bit. Popeyes, please listen. Okay, cool. But I think we're, we're running out of time here, but I, I really appreciate it, Tony. Um, is there anybody you'd like to shout out before we get done for the night? Oh, Lord. Put me on the spot. Everyone, man. Like, I, I've got a great, good crew at the shop right now. They're helping me out. Um, you know, the, the, the whole GTA crew, the, you know, everyone up, up, down, and side was John Via, like biggest probably helper in every damn thing that we do. He helps me at the shops. He helps GTA. He helps super lab battle. He, that guy is probably the was... most important person in, in, in time attack in my life right now. Just kind yeah, of funny. I haven't seen John in forever, but I talked to him on the live stream for super lab battle. I was like. Hey John, yeah, he's, and he's like, "Holy shit, Mike!" <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh he's my rock star, and and uh, you know my my wife for letting me do this dumb shit all the time. Um, obviously, is a huge thing, and uh, you know, like I've got a couple supporters that have been sticking with me, and it's been kind of really awesome. Like uh, uh, Tim over Garrett, man, he still helped me out. You know, giving me parts to get the car together and giving getting it right. Um, yeah, you know, like. Uh, uh, Mtron's uh, on board, helping me out, getting getting some modern electronics in the car, and some something that's actually properly supported now. Sweet, no more vacuum um, tubes. No more vacuum tubes. <laughs> what? Vacuum tubes. You had all those vacuum tubes in the car before. They were really. Well, it wasn't that old, but it just wasn't. It really wasn't. It, listen, it wasn't that much wrong with it, but it just wasn't meant for what we do. Right, I agree. You know, we all know what we're talking it, about. Wink, it, wink. So yes, we know what we're talking about, and, I, and to be fair, I, I think. If it wasn't for like two little problems, it's probably would be one of my favorite like go tos for day, everyday use for like typical guys. But those two items just make it so difficult to deal with. It just makes it yeah. not a good choice anymore. So that's all right. It sucks, but uh, those guys are really good to me, and I, I I'm, I'll miss their support heavily. Yep. But they're uh, they're like I said, I got new people on board, and they're helping us out, and everything's moving forward slowly. My my, we got a new fab guy I've had for about a year, hobby over here at the shop, and he's a badass. That that guy's gonna, that guy's been doing some kickass work for the shop. He's gonna help out in the car as well. I always try to separate the the, the race car from right. the shop just because it's just yep. I can't burn money from the shop to the for my idiotic yep. addiction. Yep. Yep. 
So I, I always separate that out. So I usually, I typically did not have anybody from the shop helping out with the race car, but he's, uh, he's offered to help a little bit, which is going to be a big help as well. He's super talented, just as old as I am. So he's been around the block and he knows what he's doing. It's kind of awesome. Cool. I'd love to meet. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of things I want, I want to, I'd like to thank you guys for showing up to events, but I can't do that. Wow. <laughs> for the record, Elbow for drop. the record, oh. I'm gonna mark this as 104.18 is where I got stabbed in the heart, and it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I what? want you guys to come to a goddamn event. So what if you blow yeah, up? No. I'll help you push it in the okay. trailer. We're, we're you, working. No, help it. Help us get it together right now. I'll help you fix it. I mean, whatever. I've done it both. Yeah, you, you can do yeah. it all. Yes, I get agree. The get the plane taker for him. Yeah, I know. I, I'm on it right now. I'm on. I'm on kayak. We'll figure it out. But. But yes, we, we we definitely need to get to an event. Um, Atlanta, Atlanta. <laughs> oh God, that hurt. I hate Atlanta. Atlanta scares the shit out of me. Atlanta. I hate, I hate Atlanta. Okay. Um, well, I was gonna say something else, and now I'm all lost. <laughs> I got lost because my heart, my heart hurts. I, I, just, I, I just put you I in just, your place. Did I make you blush? I think I made you blush. And I'm always want blushing. To murder me you know how red time. I am. I'm like a constant blush. God, I don't need anything made from all that fried chicken. From something, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we really appreciate it. You know, obviously, we appreciate all the work you do with GTA. We appreciate all the help. You know, help as a friend, help as anything. For people that know, don't know, we asked Tony a bunch of stupid ass questions, and he doesn't call us idiots, which is really nice because <laughs> we ask the questions five times sometimes. And it comes from a couple different people just to annoy the shit out of him. Um, so, Tony's been super helpful that way um where can they find you where can they find you know the shop or gta or whatever you want to you know um all of the above so uh the shop is umstuning.com um it's uh in mesa arizona which is uh southern metro phoenix southeast metro phoenix um globaltimeattack.com superlapbattleusa.com those are the two uh time attack series uh also uh umstimeattack.com is our local stuff if you happen to be listening in in arizona if you jump into a nasa event and uh which is nasa arizona um and you can do one of our time attacks locally i personally really appreciate you coming on. oh god oh god hey thanks yes. for having me guys yeah no I, yeah we lost really Mike I'm, I'm i'm back i think i'm back Sweet. But no, I really I was just waiting for that auto tune song again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really appreciate you coming on. We had, I think, I mean, I think this was a really good discussion. You know, obviously, some really good info here on, you know, technical wise and and in terms of you listening and then rebutting my nonsense, which is really helpful. Um, that's very important in discourse. So very cool. I really appreciate you coming on, and then obviously, I can't wait to hang out again at some point here. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, guys. I, 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 you know, I don't know Hayden, but I've heard enough about the silly Volkswagen thing that I missed out on talking shit about that. But oh, it's, uh, you know, okay. maybe next time. Uh, don't worry. Plenty of other people have put me down for it. You can just put your name down as done. <laughs> if, you, if you want, you can, we can, we can click it out right here. You can just say, like, a couple things about how stupid this is, and then we can end this. It's cool with me. I'm cool with that. Uh, it's, yep. it's, a, it's, a, it's a Volkswagen. I mean, it's, I don't there have to say is. anything else. It's that time again, boys. I need those goddamn reviews. You can say that Devin is forcing you to do them, or you can leave some genuine feedback, and I'll be sure to read them and get them back to the boys. In the meantime, you can join our Facebook group, which is Professional Awesome Technical Forum. You can follow us on Instagram at Professional Awesome Racing, and we have a Facebook regular page with the same name. But until then, we'll talk to you later, and we really appreciate you listening.